Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Spirit Guidance with Shannon. We invite you to sit back and listen to how spirit guides and angels interact with us here on Earth. Would you like to ask a personal question? Please call 1-877-296-0345. Spirit Guide Interpreter Shannon Walbrin conducts individual sessions by phone. For more information, please go to www.spiritguidance.net. Hi, this is Shannon Walbrand, and you're listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, a show broadcast to you live from Johannesburg, South Africa, on the network Authentic You. Please check our other shows on Blog Talk Radio. We also have Authentic You TV and Authentic You Presentations, where we do live talks uh, to audiences all across the United States, Canada, and now we're even moving into Mexico. So please have a look at that. There's more information also on my website, www.spiritguidance.net. I was so excited, you guys, doing the research for today's program because I was guided to look into a topic that is a real stickler for myself, and so perhaps it is also for some of you. The topic is envy, and I mean envy like jealousy. I mean envy like the green-eyed monster. Envy is one of the seven deadly sins. You remember the other ones from school, right? Sloth and, oh, no, but we're going to focus on envy today. Because envy is a very interesting one. It can be a red flag to action. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And if it's used for the good. But if it's not used properly, envy can be, according to the British philosopher Bertrand Russell, one of the most potent causes of unhappiness. So we're going to go to the phones, and I would like to take your call. So the number to dial is one eight seven seven. Two nine six zero three four five. But we're going to keep coming back to our theme of envy throughout our show today. We're going to our first caller, whose name is Lee. Hi, Lee. This is Shannon. Hey, how can I help? Hi, Shannon. Um, I just have a question today, just wanting a bit of clarity and guidance. Um, Please. I was just thinking. I, I have so much potential, and I and I do believe that I have. Uh, so many things that I can do, but I keep imposing self-imposed roadblocks. What can I do to change this? I understand, and you know I've suffered from that myself. But as soon as I tuned into your voice and started to hear your question, they told me doctor. So a doctor is a person with a really high potential to heal people, but there are many ways to be mm-hmm. a doctor. And what they said your strength is is to be a communicator. Do you know the writer Oliver Sacks? Have you ever read any of his books? Yes, I'm a psychologist. Okay, great. So that's what they're telling me. They're telling me that you are a doctor, but the way for you to share more of what you do is not just to heal individual people or small groups as you're working with now, but it's to document and share what you're up to in writing, especially in anonymous stories Mm -hmm. and the tales that Dr. Mm -hmm. Sachs talks about and does. Is that something that you already Mm -hmm. do? 
Uh, yes, um, kind of getting involved with TED and TEDx youth. <laughs> um, oh, yes, that is brilliant. So sort of, yes, I, uh, I do. I know what yeah. you're talking about. That's awesome because what they're saying is the stories that you can tell, everyone is going to relate to because you're such a good carer. And the way that you, to spread your care is exactly through that, through storytelling, writing for magazines, and giving case studies, and then having us identify, and we'll either identify with the person presenting the problem or we'll identify with you as the caregiver, and we'll say, you can help me be a better mom. And please, Lee, will you just start working on not only the doing that you do so well, but also on the documenting and the sharing. Can you put more energy into that? That's the problem, that I just don't move forward with all these projects. I start them, but I never move forward. <laughs> the question, okay, this is so the now we're going into a longer conversation. Yes, okay. So how, right. how to do, Thank and you. all I'm telling you is document. Do, 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 and document. Put document. the do into document, okay. but I'll okay. talk to you later. Thanks for all calling, right. Lee. Great. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Our next caller is called Angel. Angel, this is Shannon. Can I help you today? Hello, Angel. This is Shannon with Spirit Guidance. Can I help you today with a question? Yes, Shannon. My question is, I've been unemployed for over eight months now and recently applied to a few positions that I'm interested in. So I'm just wondering, you know, what is the outcome, you know, would be about these jobs that I've applied for? The one that they're telling me has the most chance of success is the one where you're working on a computer and you're typing and you're like typing all day long. Do you know which job that would be of the ones that you applied for? Um, well, I applied for two, and uh, one is as a probation officer, and it's a lot of like paperwork involved. And then it again, is, because that's exactly right. I saw you interviewing people and then typing stuff up, interviewing people and then typing stuff up. So that's what you'd be doing. You'd be doing cases and seeing whether the people are ready and hearing their stories. Because did you know that your healing is really in your hands? So if I know it's not exactly culturally appropriate all the time to touch people in that kind of a situation, but if you want to hold hands with them while you're typing, I mean, just reach out and go, I know, honey, it's been really hard. And then just reach your hand back. That's where your healing is going to take place. The angels are asking for you to call back the probation officer job and to talk to them and say, hi, hey, this is Angel, just wondering how you guys are going. Have you made your decision yet? And to be as bright and cheerful as you can be. Okay, can you give that a try? I will give that a try, yes. Thank you, Angel. Take care of yourself. Thank you, Shannon. Have a great day. God bless. Bye-bye. You too. Our theme today is envy, and we are going to get to that, but we're taking a lot of calls today, which is also so exciting. And our next caller is called Melvin. Hey, Melvin, this is Shannon. How can I help? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I just want to know, I applied for a uh, coaching assistant job, and I just want to know, uh, will I get it? You know, Melvin, I have some disappointing news that it looks like they already had somebody else in mind and they just had to put the processes into process to find some other people's names to put on the list, if you know what I mean. So they like already had somebody that they wanted to hire, but they had to go through the legalities of putting the job out posted. But what they said is what you're talking about, you can do, but you can do it by yourself and you can do it independently and have people pay you independently to coach them and to get something started on your own. Because actually, Melvin, what they're telling me is that you're a bit of a maverick. Do you know what I mean by that? You're an independent cowboy kind of a guy. You don't work well in systems. 
You work well all by yourself, setting your own hours, um, making things happen. So they want you to set up that same kind of job that you're going for, but they want you to ask the people to pay you individually for the work rather than getting paid by a larger organization. Do you think you could give that a shot? Uh, I, I guess I can, but I was really, you know, I, I'm a football coach, and that's what I want to do, and I want to be able to coach at a high I'm, school level. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying that you can be a coach, but what I'm saying is that you can be a tutor as a coach, so you can coach and tutor individuals to get stronger and stronger at what they do. And you say football, and I don't only see football. I also see basketball. I also see soccer. I also see baseball. You are actually multi-talented. So people need individual coaches, like a trainer, to help them hone their skills and to work with them one-on-one. You're very good at motivation. You're very good at getting people to the next level. So advertising yourself as a private coach is really not a bad idea. Melvin, can you see that it is difficult for you sometimes to work within larger systems, that you actually rebel against structures like that? Well, I know, you know, uh, this school here I I have coached in the past, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of politics, you know, in this town. Maybe (laughs) I'm thinking, I don't know if it's, (laughs) it may be, uh, another school, you know, that I can, you know, go uh, Yeah, and, and I'm asking you to think of yourself as a cowboy. Think of yourself as independent and be proud of that. And look at yourself as independent, print yourself some business cards, and offer yourself as a trainer to the stars, to the to the best kids on the team, and tell them that you're available for individual extra coaching. Okay, that's my suggestion for the day. But thank you for phoning okay. through. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Melvin. Bye-bye. 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 Envy, the word envy, first we go to the etymology and we look at the origins of the word. The word envy comes from in and then video, the same as to see, to watch. So when you are envious, you are looking into the life of somebody else. You're peeking over their fence. You're looking through their window. And you are envious because you think that she has it better than you do. You perceive that you have a lack in your own life, and you perceive that she has a better situation. So she has a better marriage than I do. She has a better car than I do. She has a better job than I do. Her children are better behaved. She has a nicer figure. She has better hair. She's better looking. She's making more money. All of these things are problematic because you're looking into somebody else's life, but you're not living that life. You don't know that she actually has a really difficult mother, that she has problems with anxiety. You don't know that she wakes up in the middle of the night and she has stomach cramps. Okay, none of that stuff do you know. So you are looking in, so you are invidious. That's the other word for envy. But you're not looking with your heart. You're not opening your own heart to find out the inside of what's going on over there. So that's why envy, as I was saying earlier, can be one of the most potent causes of unhappiness because you are perceiving someone else's wealth, whether that's emotional wealth or intellectual wealth, and you are perceiving a lack in your own wealth and health. And it just, you know, it can just make a person mad. So Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, said that envy is pain caused by the good fortune of others. Can you see how difficult a situation that is when you are unhappy because somebody else is happy? Now, the best of all possible worlds would be that your sister is, you know, successful, has a child, is in a stable relationship, and is making money, and everything is cool. 
and that you are happy for her and that she is happy for you and that she is encouraging you to meet your own goals as necessary. We're going to have a look at envy now, but you know, if you want to call through, I am a spirit guide interpreter, so I'm helping you get messages from your own angels. You call in and you get one question. Your question needs to be specific and it has to be about yourself, not about other people. But here's the the really cool exercise that comes from the book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. She suggests that each of us sit down and make what she calls an envy map. It's a little chart with three lines, three columns. And I, if you're sitting by a pen and a paper, I suggest that you do this now. So you write three columns and you call it my envy chart. And in the left-hand column, you write the names of people who make you jealous. They make you envious. You wish that you could be them. So I'm jealous of my friend Anusha because she uh, has a successful franchise. Okay, I'm jealous of my friend Michelle because she is really, really talented. I'm jealous of my friend Colleen because, you know, she's so funny and articulate and creative and she's got a lot of different projects going on. I'm jealous of my friend Martina because she's already retired and she's just my age, so I think that's just crazy. Okay, what you're doing is in the first column you write down the person's name and in the second column you write what exactly it is that you are envious of. So you can be envious of Oprah, but why are you envious of Oprah? Are you envious of her relationship with Stedman? Are you envious because she has a best friend you know, called Gail who actually works for her? Or are you envious because she has a multi-million dollar you know, enterprise or what? And then in the third column, this is the best part, you write a tiny action that you can take today. And I don't mean this week, I mean today. And you say, what can I do about that? So I'm envious of my friend Amy because she has always been in better shape than I have. And she's always so energetic and her clothes fit her so nicely and she's looking so good. So I write Amy in the first column. In the second column, I write fitness. And in the third column, I write sign up for the dance class. Of course, I've been trying to sign up for this dance class for months, and, you know, do I ever get to it? No. But if I write down this envy chart and I realize that I'm making a map to my own success, I'm using something, envy, that could become, that could be one of the most potent causes of my unhappiness, and I'm changing it into a healing medicine that can help me get to what I want. Whew. You're listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, and I'm broadcasting to you live from Johannesburg, South Africa, on the Authentic You Media Network. The number to call is 1-877-296-0345. And you can find out more information about my work at www.spiritguidance.net. It's 15 minutes past the hour. And we are going to take your calls, um, you know, just as soon as you call in. I just want you to form one question and then be able to ask it. So, you know, usually we have these segments on the program where we have messages. I bring you messages from your spirit guides. But God gives us messages from all different kinds of places, all of them holy, all of them from the highest echelons of spirituality. So the first one that we're going to go to on the topic of envy is from the plant kingdom. And we consult this book, The South African Flower Essences, which is written by Janet Unite. And I'm going to just give you the name. Here we go. 
It is Nicotiana. Nicotiana. Okay, we'll go to Nicotiana, but we're going to take this next call, and then we'll come back to the plant kingdom. I see our next caller is Diane. Hey, Diane, this is Shannon. Hi, Shannon. First, I want to give you kudos and hugs and love because last week you suggested I'm lacking B12, and not only have I, did I get it that minute almost, and you suggested hummus. Everything you say, I have not. I, I listen to you, and I love you for really knowing how to help and making it easy. And the book, The Artist's Way, I haven't read it in about 12 years. And I, I'm doing the chart right now as you speak, and it's all coming back to me. You are just the best. I, I just oh, can't Diane. tell you how you enlighten me, and I so look forward to you. And this is six days. I really like working with you, Diane, not only because you're responsive, which always makes me happy, but because you know that this information is actually coming from a higher place and that I get to play this role of translator, which is terrifically fun. Okay, so how can I be your translator right. today? Tell me how. Well, I just love you. I, I just wanted to give you kudos. I'm good. I'm really good. I'm having so much fun on your show. That's that's really the whole truth. And thank you. And when I really need a question, bang, you're right there for me. And right now, I just love you. So that's it. Thank you. Wow. I am I am so happy. And you know, your happiness for my happiness is exactly the opposite of this envy that is plaguing, plaguing so many of us today. Because you're showing that one can be generously, you know, content with one's own world and can reach out to another person and show that affection. I really appreciate that. That really makes my day. Oh, Thank you for calling, Diane. My pleasure. Phone back as Hi. soon as I can help you, hey? I promise. <laughs> okay, blessing. God bless. Take it easy. We're going to go to the plant kingdom now, and thanks for that call from Diane. We're looking at this plant called Nicotiana, and the keynote is a feeling of undeservability and separation. Here's the whole reading. For those of us who feel cut off and alienated, who feel unworthy and undeserving, and consequently develop destructive patterns of behavior, not caring whether we damage ourselves, similarly not caring if the earth herself is damaged. This what-do-I-care attitude comes from a place of separation, isolation, and pain. It's like estrangement, the type of feeling which the use of tobacco numbs. Ah, tobacco nicotiana, got it. This essence lessens the emotional pain by reinforcing the link with the earth, opening the heart chakra, and instilling a sense of wholeness. It has a primary use in breaking the emotional addiction to tobacco, which makes the physical addiction much easier to heal. You know, I don't know if you smoke, but you know what smoking is like. Smoking is like a smoke screen between you and the world, and it's a place to withdraw to. You know how a smoker always leaves and goes outside and spends time by himself. And that's about pain. That's about separation, and it's about feeling isolated and feeling alone. And what does that have to do with envy? Can you see that there's a clear connection? If I feel isolated and alone and estranged from the earth and from my society, it's because I feel this lack. I feel that they've got everything and I don't have anything. And that would make me want to withdraw. Okay, thank you for that message from the Plant Kingdom. If you'd like to phone through, our number is one eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five. This show is broadcast to you every Tuesday, and then we keep the podcasts archived on Spirit Guidance with Shannon on Authentic You Media and also on www.spiritguidance.net. The next message that we're going to take is from Daily Guidance from Your Angels, 
with it, which is by Doreen Virtue. So this one, they're telling me that this one is going to be quick. Ooh, it's called New Partner. Hmm. A chance meeting is no mistake. It is divinely orchestrated. Okay, that's all they want to tell me. A chance meeting is no... There's more on the card, I'm telling you, but that's all the guys really want me to read. A chance meeting is no mistake. It is divinely orchestrated. Okay, what does that have to do with envy? You know, when you look at somebody else's relationship and you say, I wish I were in that relationship, that can lead to trouble, hey? Because if you get in the middle of somebody else's relationship, no, that's really not too cool. But if you say... I wish I had what she has. I wish I could be in that kind of a relationship. And you notice the things that you are missing in your own life. For example, what about tenderness? What about gestures of affection? What about communication? What about you see two people at a restaurant and they're sitting on the same side of the table and they're looking out and they're elbowing each other and they're laughing and they're reading their books together or they're looking at their iPads, but they keep in contact with each other. They're in kind of a sacred space. When you make your envy chart, what do you envy about other people's relationships? There can always be something, you know. So you can list people whose relationships you wish that you were a part of, but without interfering or stepping into those relationships, which is really outside of our limits, you can say, what do I look at, what do I envy in their relationships that I could bring into my own? You can bring that into the relationship that you already have at home. You can bring more respect. You can bring more humor. You can bring a lightness of being. You can bring compassion. You know, I was talking to our producer, Michelle Arbeau, just before the show started, and she said that because of astrological forces, people just aren't really themselves these days. People are feeling a bit alien, and some of our demons are coming out even. So bear that in mind as you're dealing with the people in your family and in your life. People are sorting through their stuff and they need to have a bit more of compassion and a bit more space. So as you wish for, and please do keep wishing for, and please do keep hoping for and working towards improvements in your relationship, also bear in mind that compassion is called for. Okay, our next message, you're listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, and we take messages from the angels and guides and all of our higher cosmic consciousness and pass them on so that you have inspiration for the week to come. So our next message is actually from Louise Hay, who wrote the book, You Can Heal Your Life. Now, you know that envy causes lots and lots of diseases and discomfort because anger and resentment are two of the things that cause us the most pain. But we're going to look at right now breaks and fractures. And I'm talking about breaking your finger. I'm talking about fracturing your ankle. I'm talking about knocking your head against a wall and breaking it. Does that sound familiar to you? So breaks and fractures are rebelling against authority. Okay, this is according to Louise Hay. And I'm going to say that the guides are telling me that there's a larger philosophical structure going on. If I am envying something that my brother has, if I'm jealous of that, if I want that, if I desire that, if I covet that, does that sound a little bit familiar? If I'm coveting something that belongs to somebody else, I am rebelling against the authority of God to appreciate what I already have in my life right now. So, okay, I have a car. It's not the greatest car in the world. It's an old car, but thank God it still runs, and I thank that car every day. I say, Toyota, I love you. Thank you for getting my kid to school on time. I'm so happy for you, my Toyota. But if I have 
um, a rebellion against the authority of the structure that I have been given currently. It means that I would be angry and resentful about that reality that I have today. And you know what? That is just not useful. So that can lead to breaks and fractures. Have a look at your body. Where is anything broken? Where is anything fractured? I'm talking about even a tooth or a fingernail. Or, okay, you have a look. You see what's going on. So here is Louise Hayes' version of the affirmation that one would say out loud. So I'm going to ask you to say this out loud with me. I am my own authority. I am the only one who thinks in my mind. Okay, try that with me. I am my own authority. I am the only one who thinks in my mind. Now I'll say it slowly. I am my own authority. I am my own authority. I am the only one who thinks in my mind. I am the only one who thinks in my mind. Do you see the connection to my making decisions based on what I believe or I construct about somebody else's situation when I'm peeking through somebody else's window or looking over her fence? I can decide what I think about that. And I can think, oh, I am so mad that she has such a perfect life. Or I can say, hmm, okay, I am my own authority. I am the one who decides what to think in my own Shannon mind. And I can say, you know what, I'm happy for her. And I wish that I had some of those things, things, people, situations in my life. What can I do now to act on that? How can I bring that into my life? With prayer, with intention, with uh, setting goals for myself, with asking for help. Have you noticed that asking for help really works? You can ask for help from other people, and you can ask for help from God. That's really the most effective. Okay, you're listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon. We have about five minutes left. If we could squeeze in one more call, I think, if you'd like to phone through, the number is 1-877-296-0345. And I'm going to take another message here from Caroline Mace. You know Caroline Mace, when I grow up, I want to be Caroline Mace, that she's one of the best mystics and spiritual healers that we have available to us in our postmodern times. And she's designed this set of cards called the Archetype Cards. And I'm pulling, you know I pull these cards randomly, hey? I do not set these up beforehand. I just stack out the cards and leave the books there. And then as soon as I start talking to you, I ask for help and guidance and I say, okay, what are you going to show us? And sometimes I don't, oh, here it is. Okay, damsel, as in damsel in distress. It's a beautiful woman. She's reflected in a mirror. She's looking sad, but she's looking gorgeous. And here are the attributes that they'd like us to look at. Understanding the nature of healthy romance, this card inspires you to rely on yourself. And the shadow attributes, which they also would like me to read to you, waiting for a knight in shining armor to provide for you, and seduction by romantic illusion. Whew, if I'm envious about one thing in the world, it could be other people's relationships. I mean, that's what's coming up again and again. So do you ever find yourself in those shoes? Do you ever find yourself saying, ah, she's such a beautiful princess, I wish I could be just like her? Okay, we're going to go to the phones now. We've got Christina. Hey, Christina, this is Shannon. How can I help? Hi, Shannon. Hi, thank you so much. Um, yes, mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to get some angel guidance about my love relationship. 
um, specifically. Great, because that's just what we're working on. Okay, so specifically. Yeah, exactly. card. <laughs> here you are, Christine. I have a picture of you right here on my card. Okay, please phrase your question in a specific way. So you would say, okay. angels, what I want to know is, should I something, something, something? Okay, what okay. do you want to say? Okay, angels, what I'd like to know is, is this a good relationship for me to be involved with in a romantic way that I'm currently involved with? Okay. Yeah, what they're saying is that, oh, yeah, it's totally specific enough. And, and, in fact, they were already starting to answer it. What they said is, if you don't keep this fire going, this relationship will slide into a brother-sister friendship kind of a relationship. But they're saying, and they're saying that it's actually hard for you to keep the romantic aspect going and to, if you know what I mean, keep the fires flamed, you know, fan the fires. So they want you to really access that part of yourself that you get shy about, you know, the the sexy part, the romantic part, the girl part. They said that it's way too easy for you to just fall into a friendy kind of a brother-sister relationship. And they're, they're saying that's that's not what this is about. This one is for you to really get into the kissing and hugging part of it and the romantic part and please put effort into that, which it doesn't sound like that comes so naturally to you. Is that your experience, Christina? No, actually, he's the one that's more cold. Um, I've had, I get frustrated that he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, just touch my leg once in a while or kid around with me or anything. So I guess I'm just, I'm not sure if it's, you know, if it was a relationship to really pursue any longer. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> oh, okay, I totally get it. Um, are you not shy about wearing a beautiful strapless dress? Can you please no. like dress like that? Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Janet. Okay. That's it. That gives that a try. Access that part of yourself that looks hot, and then go for that. Don't wear your jeans and your plaid shirt every day. Okay. That's good. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. great. Thank you for phoning. Keep in touch, honey. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, we've just got um, about 30 seconds left, so I'd like to sign off. And please tune in next week or tune in to our podcast and have a listen to this show. But for now, always remember... You are guided. You are guided. Thank you for listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, broadcast every week on Authentic You Radio. Would you like to schedule a personal session? For more information about Shannon's work, please go to www.spiritguidance.net. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.